Gang, you have got to check out the Mifflin Tavern in beautiful South Philadelphia. This place has got it going on with affordable drink prices, affordable food, and a new menu. Great, great ambiance at the Mifflin Tavern. Cozy, friendly people, great bartenders, and the perfect place to watch a game, play quizzo, do karaoke, or just sit back, relax, and share a great time with your friends and family. Stop by the Mifflin Tavern on 2nd and Mifflin in South Philadelphia. On this show, we will be getting back to some of the segments we love so much, such as the Italian of the Week and the Acting Hall of Fame. We will also be introducing new segments, such as the Electric Factory and You Can't Spit Shine a Turd. We'll be discussing all the types of nonsense that we always like to discuss on this show and much more. Benny... Get this mother going. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Welcome, VIP listeners. You are now on the mark, and we are coming to you live from Skyfall Studios. Thrilled you're tuning back in with us. Hope everybody had a joyous holiday season. Hope everybody's staying warm during this polar vortex and not coming down with colds and flu bugs like I am. Benny, how you feeling over there? I'm actually still feeling not too great since the mummers, Marky. I'm still recovering over here. Yeah, it takes a little while. You know, the holiday season's come with a lot of traditions. It's known for its traditions. But one of the strongest aspects, one of the strongest traditions, is always somehow getting sick during these holidays or right after. It's like a mortal lock, lead pipe lock guarantee you're going to get sick. Yeah, I have a great immune system on me, but at the same time, this time, you always get a little wheezy, the cold gets to you, yep. you're not quite used to it. Flu-like symptoms. I'm doing two emergency emergency packs a day. I'm doing apple cider uh, vinegar. I'm doing vitamin C chewables. I'm doing my multivitamins. I'm drinking a gallon of orange juice a day, and I'm still getting hit hard. Are you, are, are you taking any precautions or any measures to try to stay healthy here weed weed marky i heard that you know that lowers your immune system no it's a cure for everything it's the ultimate fix the cure for hangovers i know for sure and uh but as far as the common cold or the flu everything broken arms legs (laughs) yeah pain management yeah the 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 nfl wants to use it for and the nba i think concussions cte it heals everything Jonah broke his elbow once. He just got high and still clicks, but, I mean, he's okay. Right. People people like yourself swear by this stuff. Me, I I try to stay away from it. It's a magic elixir, Marky. I'll tell you what, though. That's your magic elixir. I'm hoping I could sweat this thing out. Right now, I got two hoodies on. I got a knit hat on, as you can see. Sure. I'm all bundled up. I see that. Uh, Big winter coat. I'm trying to sweat this thing out. Do you want to go for a schwitz? Well, I'm just going to tell you that. After I leave Skyfall, I'm getting sh- going straight into a sauna. Getting a schwitz on. Yep. I'm going to try to sweat this thing out. I'm going to try to run a little bit and take it from there. I think that's a good strategy. Because I, I, I like the schwitz idea. Why do you think those Russian leaders live so long? 
They take a schwitz every day. I got Vegas coming up, and I can't be sick on vacation. No, absolutely not. Especially an expensive vacation where you're going full bore. Yeah, absolutely. You're going you full want to be prime time. in yeah, Vegas. Absolutely. And it's around-the-clock kind of activities. Essentially, it's like you have the uh, two-week break before the Super Bowl, and you need to get your body right for that one day. Exactly. you got to take every measure possible. Yeah. Um, I would be absolutely devastated if I was sick in Vegas. You'd I'd, have to figure out a way to manage. Yeah, pain management, of course, yeah. But Weed. it would be uh, – I, I want to go into a vacation like this just feeling 100%. I want to maximize it. I want to enjoy it. Worked a ton uh, past few weeks. We've been working on this show nonstop. I need a little break. We'll do a, a call in, an on the mark Vegas call in at some point. I'll give you an update that we'll put on the show. The the, the carnage and mayhem taking place in Vegas. I'll I'll give you an update. Sure. You know what I mean. Recap us from the scene. Right. Totally. Live, on the mark, breaking yeah. news update from Vegas. What I think I want you to do, like in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, just walk around with your phone recording at all times. Not a bad idea. And then we'll play the best sound clips from your Vegas. What are those little microphones that, like, they'll wear on their lapel or, or their shirt called? I need one of those. Get a wireless mic. Yeah, one of the small ones, though. Yeah. That record. Sure. Yeah, I need one of those. Man, that would be gold. That would be great. That would be special. Uh, I'll actually look into that. And you know, folks, we, d- we don't like to talk sports or politics on this show, but i got to insert this one real quick. It's been like 100 days since that Vegas shooting massacre, and we still don't have a reason why or who really did it. or We have no information. If that isn't a CIA government cover-up, I don't know what is. That's That just, that situation It was stinks. goofy, man. It was goofy. I don't know. I'm not necessarily a huge conspiracy guy, but... I'm becoming one. Something's a little fishy about that. I'll give it to you. Yeah. So now I'm going back there like James Bond or or Jason Bourne. I might try to solve the case if they can't do it. Okay, I want you to check this out. Check out all of the hotels and casinos. See if there are windows just, like, blasted out by, like, birds and stuff. Because I heard there are a lot of those. What, like cracks in the windows and all? Uh, just like windows breaking by birds no, flying I, I, into I'm them. I'm going to survey the scene uh, for sure. That was probably, after the Twin Towers, in my opinion, the most disgusting event on American yeah. soil. Yeah. After Pearl Harbor, Twin Towers, most disgusting event. And we've had quite a few. That's how bad it was. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I couldn't imagine... But man, it's scary because how many fact times that we have, have you been out there? Of course, countless at this point. In similar situations of or anything. Of course, and the fact that we have no answers, the media doesn't talk about it, the government doesn't talk about it much. Very disturbing stuff on that end. So it's just like that new trailer, or, or, or when the new Bourne movie came out and they did that trailer. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. When I get back to Vegas, man. It's going to be, Jesus Christ, that's the guy from On the Mark. There he is. And then the Bourne Legacy music's going to drop. Speaking of the Bourne Legacy, Matt Damon, great movies right there. Folks, we are now bringing back to you for the first time in months the Acting Hall of Fame. 
Now, I fell out of favor with a lot of these Hollywood actors uh, and whatnot and actresses, but we can't let that define us and define this segment of the show. So our newest induction to the On The Mark Acting Hall of Fame is James Franco. Congratulations. Man. Wow. I-, I was surprised when I opened up this envelope, Benny, but I'll tell you what, he's a diverse guy, and you're swearing by this new movie he was in. I really like this, this disaster is an artist movie. What was he? He's probably in his, he's in his 40s for sure, but he does his comedies, and he could do his serious roles. Uh, I always liked the guy, very unique. I like his little brother, too. Good, funny actor from the Neighbors movies and all. Interesting, Benny. Yeah, James Franco. What's this new movie about, The Disaster Artist? Disaster Artist? It's a true story about uh, these two struggling actors, but one of them happens to be a millionaire, somehow very odd character, and it's about this like cult classic movie that they make called The Room, and it's supposedly the worst movie ever made. Okay. But yet somehow has somewhat of a cult following. And it's kind of interesting. Him and his brother are the two main stars. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So through birth comes rebirth. Yes. And I think right there we just developed a new segment for the show. The On The Mark movie recommendation of the week. Get your popcorn ready. I love it. And we're going to recommend that one right there. Absolutely. Really unique, cool storyline. Good cast. And it played well. You, you've been talking up this movie, so. We're going to give it 4.1 marks. Marks. I, I see the play on words there. Yeah, I like it. 4.1 marks. On a scale of 1 to 5. Yes. Okay. 5 marks being the best. All right, fair enough. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Let's open up this other envelope we got here. And the next inductee into the On The Mark Acting Hall of Fame, the legendary Paul Sorvino. Ah, great. Paulie from Goodfellas. Just that role alone. But hey, he's had stints in Law & Order, Dick Tracy, Money Talks, another underrated movie, The Cooler. Don't know if you ever saw that with William H. Macy. I haven't. Guy employed by the casinos in Vegas, and when a blackjack table gets too hot, they send him to the table to cool it off. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. William H. Macy's a big, he's a very viable candidate for the R Acting Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. So Paul Servino, I mean, he's been around. He's been acting since the 70s. Talking about longevity, and you're talking about an iconic role. Kind of funny, his iconic role, he's the same name as his name in real life. I love it. Yeah, I couldn't. we couldn't be more, uh, more happy to have him in. Great segue right there to a segment that we've done in the past, Italian of the Week. And Paul Sorvino is also our Italian of the Week. And we're going to tell you why. Today, he absolutely blasted... Sexual predator, alleged rapist, and possible demon on earth, Harvey Weinstein. Totally blasted him. In fact, we have audio of it from our good friends at TMZ. Benny, I want you to play that. What was your thoughts 
when you heard about Harvey Weinstein derailing your daughter's career by actively trying to blacklist her from Hollywood? If I would answer you, I might put everybody in jeopardy. <laughs> but if, he, if I meet him on the street, he, will, he ought to hope that he goes to jail. Because if he comes, if we come across, I think he'll be lying on the floor somehow, funny, magically. Funny you should say that. So today, Whoops. let me get that. Help here. me there. Today, we actually reported that the DA is making strides in their case, trying to bring criminal charges to He's Harvey He's gonna Watson. go to jail. Yeah? Oh yeah. That son of a bitch, good, good for him if he goes, because if not, he has to meet me, and I will kill the motherfucker. <laughs> Real simple. Have a good one. All right, thanks. Take it easy. Sir, so, so did you know about any no. of these accusations no, before? I did, not. did you learn about this no, like the rest I didn't of us know did? The extent of it. No, I did not. I sure didn't. Well, well, what was your initial? If I had known it, he would not. Would you take that? He would not be walking. He'd be in a can on a wheelchair. Right. What was what was your initial reaction when you had heard these the allegations that were made? Uh, furious. Right. Absolutely furious. You, you proud of your daughter? My daughter's a wonderful person, a courageous and a wonderful human being, and doesn't deserve to have been treated that way by this pig. So, this pig will get his comeuppance. The law will get him, he's gonna go to jail and die in jail. But if he doesn't, Harvey, come here, I have some news for you. <laughs> I'll just slap him around, I won't do anything terrible. So essentially, gang, just to get you up on this story, TMZ ran into Paul Servino at a grocery store parking lot, and it's come out that Harvey Weinstein blacklisted Mira Sorvino, who's an award-winning actress and had a blossoming career, but you haven't heard of her since, uh, because I guess she wouldn't go along with his, uh, with Weinstein's weird shit, so... Apparently, Mira Sorvino kept it a secret from her father and said, I was afraid that you were going to beat him up or attack him, so I never told you, so I didn't want you to get in trouble, which is an interesting dynamic to the whole situation. Paul Sorvino saying today to TMZ, I will kill that motherfucker for blacklisting my daughter. Then after he gives this quick interview to TMZ, he makes the reporters... Help him uh, load his groceries into his car in the parking lot. I mean, if that's not Paulie Cicero, the same guy who had veal, lamb, and garlic imported to him in jail, man, I don't know what is. That's incredible. That's a, called being a good father right there. Yeah, that's an amazing move, and that's why he's well-deserving of this week's Italian of the Week. Oh, that, that, it doesn't get any more Italian dad than that. That's a phenomenal story, Mark. I love that. And you know, man... Paul, Paul's getting up there a little bit, but I'm fully confident that he could beat the balls off of Weinstein, to say the least. Oh, 100%. An enraged Italian father isn't going to lose in that situation. No, Harvey Weinstein would get his ass kicked by almost anybody, anybody. <laughs> right. if they cared about it. Yeah, good point. Good point. Man, he's a sick, sick guy. That's a corrupt Hollywood world, man. I hope they don't take our acting Hall of Fame the wrong way and send one of their, you know, hitmen after us or some sh crazy shit like that. Yeah, it's not the best time to be associating yourself with, with Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. With that being said, that that's the end to our uh, acting Hall of Fame and Italian of the Week. Really? Don't put too many onions in the sauce. Hope you guys can appreciate that. And uh, we're going to introduce you to a new segment right now 
called the electric factory. And this is what I have to say about that. You might not understand the term electric factory. You might think I'm talking about the concert venue. But an electric factory, we're defining it as a great moment. So like if you walk into a bar, restaurant, club, and it's a great scene, you could call that an electric factory. Your living room could be an electric factory if something good's going on. An electric factory is a great time, a great thing going on, an exciting time. Okay? So, Benny, do you fully understand the definition? Yes. Do you think our listeners fully understand the definition? Uh, they're smart people. They should. Our VIP listeners, they are very smart people, and they get this kind of stuff. Absolutely. All right. I'll put you on the right track here. My recent electric factory is getting pulled over for speeding and the cop letting you go. Man, when, like they, when they say, hey, man, we're going to let this one go, whatever, just watch, watch the way you're driving. It's rare. It's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Depends on your interaction with the officer, um, usually. Depends on the type of officer you get. But, man, when they let you go and you don't have to worry about the points and the fine, that's an exciting feeling. Oh, it's so nice. And the inside of your car immediately becomes an electric factor. Yeah. You're pumped up. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, Mark. And that's some positive PR for our men and women in uniform right there. Benny, what's your most recent electric factory moment? I'll tell you what. In all honesty, my most recent is at Mifflin Tavern mm-hmm. with you behind the bar. Yeah. And me and my mummer's outfit. Yeah. And uh, that got was a lot fun, of love man. in there. Yeah, treated a bit like a celebrity. Yeah, we got a lot of a uh, lot of laughs and a lot of good conversation. And uh, look, New Year's in Philly. There's not many places you'd rather be. Yeah, I I was having a great time before, and I had an even better time there. You know, it, it was one of my it's one of my favorite days of the year. Sure. And that Mifflin Tavern that night was an electric factory. Yeah, go as far as to say the whole city of Philadelphia on New Year's and New Year's Eve was a total electric factory. Absolutely, I was gonna say just two street or Philly in general, but yeah. I thought I might get yelled at for not being very specific uh-huh. in my answer. All right, fair enough. Another electric factory example, man, is uh, when you get to cancel some plans and you know you're not obligated to anything for the rest of the night. Yeah. When I cancel plans and I know I'm staying in, after uh, all, my apartment it. becomes an electric factory. Yeah. Who doesn't love canceling on plans and just doing nothing? Oh, my God. Because the anticipation of having to cancel the plan and then you finally get it over with and the other person understands. Yeah. That's one of the best feelings around. You know you're getting old when you categorize that as a great feeling. Oh, it's so nice. But I'm just run down, man, from this cold, this the holiday season, working nonstop, and this polar vortex that's just been face-fucking the whole northeast region of the country. This cold will not go away, and it, it's, it's insanity, man. I can't handle it. Yeah, it absolutely sucks. The winter nerf vortex. Yeah. Got us. It did. Nerf sponsored this winter. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a motherfucker now. This polar vortex is fucking this whole part of the country in the ass. Yeah, it, it's been brutal, man. We need some let up. We need the 50 degrees. We need the 40. Not the 8, 9, 10, 15, 20 degrees. I'll tell you, as long as it's not pounding us in the ass with snow, 
Sure. It can be pretty cold and bitter for a month or two. Yeah, I'll fuck take that, it. right. I'll fuck, take yeah, it. we don't want the snow. As long as it goes away come April. Oh, go away come March. I, I can't stand it, but it is what it is. It's something we have to live with. Or move. Or move. Um, you got to find a way to manage and mitigate it, though. Next segment, Benny. We're really keeping them rolling along here. I like this. Pounding them out. You can't spit shine a turd. Mm. We got a lot of turds in the world. In every facet. And when we say you can't spit shine a turd, we mean a turd will always be a turd. Very few reclamation projects out there that went successfully. Very true. I'm right there with you. Who recently can we give this prestigious first award turd statue award for the first golden turd the golden turd who who or sure a turd be more bronze true yes totally. the bronze copper turd. the copper turd yeah who are we giving this one to let's open up the ballot box and see so our first inaugural turd of the week you can't spit shine a turd is the uppity snobby highfalutin Alex Trebek from Jeopardy, longtime host of the show, somewhat of an American icon, but I always found him to be cocky, arrogant, snobby. He thinks he knows all the answers. Yeah, he don't know all those answers. They're in your hand. Exactly. It, he convinces himself he's smart enough to know these answers. Right, right, right. He's like living, every time. He's like Anchorman. If 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 Anchorman was a uh, game show host. Sure. I can see that. In fact, that's a great fucking movie concept for Will Ferrell and company to do that. Yeah. I'm with you. That would be gold. The SNL Jeopardy skits are legendary. Absolutely. Norm MacDonald is turd. Norm MacDonald was turd Ferguson (laughs) on SNL on a Jeopardy skit. Sure. Uh, Playing Burt Reynolds wearing Mm -hmm. the fake cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. In fact, Benny, play, play a piece of one of those skits for our listeners. I love those skits. Hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. So Alex Trebek, this asshole, asks an impossible retro hip-hop question to some geek on the show who was kind of winning big, right, Ben? Or he was in the mix. He was close to winning. What have you? He was you. in the mix, and this question, this answer, would have boosted him into the lead. Right, and the question was about a one or two hit wonder, Coolio, twenty some odd years ago, and the guy gets it right. What was the answer? Gangsters Paradise. So, it, but the he didn't question... say gangsta. He said gangster, and Trebek took it away from him because he didn't use the proper pronunciation, so to speak. Yes, he needed to put together two different songs that shared a common word. And this one was Gangsta's Paradise and Paradise Lost. Okay. So he said, Gangsta's Paradise Lost. I'm sorry, he said, what is Gangsta's Paradise Lost? That question is so hard for anybody, let alone a geek. Because that guy was like a geeky dude. Yeah, he was so proud when he got that. And he nailed it. And because he didn't pronounce it like an idiot... Gangstas. Because he didn't pronounce it like a retard, he lost the game, essentially. What did he lose? $3,500 for that? $1,600. Oh, I mean, that is outrageous. Alex Trebek, for that, 
You're the turd of the week. You can never spit shine a turd. That's just terrible, man. Yeah, horrible. Shuck on it, Trebek. <laughs> shuck it long and shuck it hard. Ben, I'm really pleased we're getting back to the basics with some of these segments. You know, our listeners, our VIP guys and girls, they've been saying, get back to some of the old segments. Dude. And we've been internally discussing it. So it was nice to finally do that. And we'll continue to integrate them into all our episodes, whether we have guests or not. So, folks, thank you for tuning in to episode 24 of On The Mark. You know I love you. You know we'll be back again with you soon. And ladies, if any of you are looking to have the worst sex of your life, I will be out in Las Vegas, Nevada, January 12th, to unknown. Please come join me. Please meet me out there. Drinks on me. The party is on me. And uh, it's going to be a great time. Vegas in the winter can be fun. So, gang, until next time, be safe. Take care. Hope you enjoyed the show. Many more to come.
As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs>